0: me
1: good old calling oh.
2: all righty welcome to episode 70 stab in the dark here 7 75 good
0: 75
2: start. radio just getting ready for grand final week it will be 77 we're all excited here at the sc podcast With me, I have Corey. He's uh, rushed over. He's forgot to put jocks on. He looks like a bit of a hobo, (laughs) but we're glad to have him here. Corker, welcome.
1: Thank you, mate. Thank you. Thanks for the nice introduction as well. Appreciate it. No
2: problem. Great to be here. The CEO is back. He's over there. He's also looking a little bit scruffy, hence why he's
0: not behind the camera. Jack, how are you? (laughs) I'm good, mate. That was probably a top seventy-five intro. I'll give you that. (laughs) But yes, seventy-five episodes where we're doing the countdown now twenty five episodes till the number big hundred, and we still haven't figured out who the guest is going to be yet. We might have
2: to do like our top 25 moments a moment a week that we liked from nope. the pod chip gates probably right up there no point getting it down because we've already already uh, penciled that one in for number one
1: maybe we'll um fly Bronson down for the hundredth episode, but probably not.
0: Nah, probably no. not. Yeah,
1: <laughs> It's been
2: good with there. <laughs> <laughs> Run right,
0: us right. through what's happened, Jack. Oh, well, so final footy's back in a big way as Corey uh, started the intro with pies. And the lines are through to the one before the big dance, the prelim final. The semis are going to be exciting as well as the teams that we know that are going to be in there. And the NRL had a roller coaster of emotions with the bon- Broncos absolutely destroying the storm. Double down for the storm, unfortunately, with Papanes and having a real serious injury. I'm pretty sure it was a compound fracture of the ankle of, of sorts. So I'm not a doctor, but, yeah, obviously not great to see. Newcastle and Canberra played off in an all-time classic yesterday with shades of Luis Suarez and a bit of Mike Tyson around the Jack Whiten's incident, which we'll break down, <laughs> which we will talk about when the NRL time comes around. But the US Open is now complete as well. Djokovic won another title today and uh, Coco Goff stealing the major singles titles for the women. So the NFL season is back as well with the bangers, me and Shannon who are just watching the highlights earlier, getting into it, dissecting everything. So we'll jump into that as well. But before we go to a break, Corker, how did you find your pies getting up?
1: How did I find it? Well, great to be honest. Um, it was weird. I was watching the game and I didn't feel like as nervous as I would for a home and away game. I don't know why. It's probably because I know we have next week. But... It was quite a long time ago now. It's what is it Tuesday now and no Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, Yeah, I'm losing track. Yeah, I'm struggling to remember most of the game. But um, Melbourne are in a bit of strife. You reckon?
0: Nah, nah. I think Melbourne were fine. They come home with a wet sail, and I think they should have nearly beaten you towards the end of the game. They had thirty more inside fifties. Yeah, and I'm going to get into the AFL later. But I reckon Melbourne just didn't take their chances. Well, that's right.
1: Yeah, Collingwood's defence stood up really well. Darcy Moore, um, did Quayner was unbelievable. Um, a huge late. Uh, Murphy, yeah, they all stood up. It was, but then, oh, we'll get into it later. I don't want to go too far into it now. <laughs> oh, he's getting
0: a bit excited <laughs> yes. as well. Uh, Shed, your thoughts on the Jack Whiten incident before we go to the first break? Uh, oh, well, I thought he was off straight away. You
2: can't uh, – his forearm was around his mouth. As I said, we'll dissect it a little bit later on. But um, I think he was very, very likely to get away with it. And a pretty big talking point, but it was a bit uh, blazed over, I think, by the uh, NRL. But – See how we go. They probably don't like to uh, harp
0: on a little bit too much. The boys have been firing. We're going to go to our first break. There's no Essendon talk this week, so let's move on. You're just tell me off air. Hey, hey, good, you, are Shannon. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the NFL has kicked off week one, starting all the way back to Friday. If you can remember the days, Corey, uh, we've got a calendar in here. We just spoke about that off air as well. Uh, the Lions got the job done. Dan Campbell's man over the Chiefs in a, what we some would say was an upset, but I thought they played really well, Sean. I'm not sure if you've seen the result. Uh, yeah, I did, I did see that. That's a massive
2: win going Arrowhead. The Lions, there's big chatter around them, and they've started off really, really well, and that's exactly the uh, way that they would probably want to start it as well. That's probably... Not great analysis there, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, uh, really semi-professional there, but uh. no. There's a lot of hype around the lines, and they've done exactly what they needed to do by getting a big win over the reigning champions. They can
0: Goff and Saint Brown—great combination. I absolutely love that. On to this morning's game, and I caught a wink of sleep while trying to watch it, but the Bengals just absolutely stunk it up. There's no other way to talk about it. Joe Burrow's first time in his career under a hundred. Uh, yards thrown, and he went for eighty-two. And uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, the man that no one wanted, and then the Browns that up am getting, uh, got the job done, and they won twenty-four to three today as well. Some of the other things, I'm not going to break through every game because everyone can go and have a look at the results. But I just thought I'd touch on, as we do on this podcast, a few things. So the Broncos, uh, for the first play of the game, did an onside kick for the first play of the game, and it paid off, and
2: they, they got, it. got it,
0: and they got it oh. to start the season. So interesting start there. Um, there's a bit of talk around the taunting after touchdowns is becoming a big thing and if you go overboard there. Um, Russell Wilson can still throw darts. Uh, I know he had a very poor year last year, but he can move quickly and don't count him out. Um, he went going 27 from 34 on throws for 177 yards and two touchdowns. They didn't get the win. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo for the other team and the Raiders, which he is now at there, he looked comfortable and he came up clutch with a big solid rush with two minutes left and they got the job done. And me and Shed watched the Dolphins earlier. And I'll tell you what, Tariq Hill is an absolute star, Shed. He looked uh, a cut above. The uh, king
2: of the hill the other week, I did take Grant Hill over him. And he must have been listening. <laughs> yeah. He absolutely turned it on today.
0: Um, I heard he was flat as a butcher. So it's good to hear that you got on you got to him. Um, Herbert didn't have much offense around him either. Right at the end of the game, had a chance to win it, drive it up the field, and got sacked about 96 times. So, Yeah.
2: Well, his offensive line is not helping him out there. He's got enough weapons,
0: enough talent, but you're right, just coming up short at home is a massive, massive deal. It is. Uh, Tua stays fit and they can win it all, I reckon. That's my big statement to come in out of the round one. So obviously still talking about the Miami Dolphins. And I like the fact that he's a left army. He just absolutely throws them on a rope down to the boys, if you don't mind. Bit of a
2: Nathan Bracken type. Yes,
0: he does. He- that bit of around the wicket. <laughs> yeah. So he's been throwing him on dimes lately. He's he's probably nearly one of the best to watch when he's up and about, if he can stay out of the HIAs. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in the league, and that changed that team dramatically at the 49ers. He was enormous today, about 150-odd, two tutties.
2: Massive, massive payoff there for your fantasy NFL players. I think there was always talk about him going top three, so if you've Taking him over Eckler at your one, I think you said he went for 150 yards. Yeah, roughly. And he's probably got a few receptions in there as well.
0: So that's a huge score for him and a good start to the year. It is. Um, The Bengals will take time to warm up as well, like the last two years. They were, like I said, a little bit average. Joe Burrow just likes to come home with a wet sail and get the job done there. But the other game today that I I got to watch a little bit was the Dallas Cowboys versus the New York Giants. And uh, it was pissing down rain. There's no other way to describe it. But Daniel Jones got sacked seven times, and uh, he had about I think it was twenty-seven or twenty-eight dropbacks. Uh, so they were very, very poor today. The Giants.
2: That's uh It's not a great start of the year for the Lions. Uh, sorry, Giants. They were very impressive last year. It was a very close division, and with being such a close division, you can't afford to lose those ones, especially. Was it at MetLife as well in New York? Yes, it was. So that's obviously not the best way to start. And now they'll be pushing shit uphill, and obviously there's a lot more issues than. Uh, than that with all those stats.
0: That is correct. There is one more game remaining. We'll just give our tips while we're here as well. It's going to be the Jets where Aaron Rodgers is at now versus the Buffalo Bills who started well last year and then dropped off a bit with Josh Allen.
2: Uh, This is one of those ones where your guess is as good as mine, I feel. I think we know the Bills are good and we don't know what we're going to get from the Jets. Uh, A-Rod is a proven performer. He keeps doing it year after year, change of head coach, change of uh, offensive line. Everything that he had to go through in Green Bay and he still got results. You know, he can do it in any situation. And the Bills, what are they? You're just going to
0: dish up. So, oh, Jets. I was going to say, you've been been, been sitting the first couple of segments. You've picked one now. Jets or Bills? i got no idea. I'll go Bills. All right. We'll go with Bills then. I'm going to go with the Jets as well. I reckon Aaron Rodgers might just have a little bit left in the tank. And did you see that little celebration you did at training with that teammate? Where they sort of cut the fingers in, and they acted like they were smoking, yeah. and then put it out on their teammate, right? Saucy Gardner. Saucy Gardner—that's the one. So, boys are looking hot coming into the season. We can't, we can't overlook surely my boy, Jordan Love. Ah, oh, and you I love, think you've fallen in love. We love the Love muscle.
2: The Packers might have done it again. I think. Just pick a guy. <laughs> we've watched sit one in, game. Sit, no, 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 no. My analysis has been thick. I've watched the highlights once. <laughs> <laughs> He's Sit for three years. Learn just like Aaron Rodgers did under Favre. franchise quarterback. Next fifteen years, let's look ahead to the twenty twenty
0: sorry twenty thirty five draft, and that's where we'll be picking up our next one. Oh, he's arrogant. I love it. All right, we're going to get go to our second break, actually, for what it is next, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the NRL, uh, the FIBA World Cup Finals, the AFL votes, and a quiz. <laughs> US Open finished this morning in Australian time with Novak Djokovic winning his 24th title. Uh, he's absolutely taking the piss now. Uh, I think he's gone too clear of the other boys, Federer and Nadal. What a career he's starting to have, beating Medvedev in the end, 6 7-6, 6-3. Um, and there's been a bit of controversy around uh, the men's uh, singles as well with Ben Shelton, uh, the American player, just sort of having a bit of a tiff along the lines with a few other players and his few celebrations that he was doing, doing the t- too tall for you. You know, the NBA players do that. So there's a bit happening Kieros, around there and a bit of controversy, and that's a bit as spicy as I think the tennis world gets when uh, Nick Kyrgios isn't playing. So congrats to Novak's. <laughs> I've said it that again. That's, <laughs> that's six years' worth
2: of Grand Slams. It is. It's 24 24- Grandsland six years in a row
0: of just winning him. Like, obviously, he's done more than that. Obviously, over time, but it's a credible achievement nonetheless. You nearly have to say he's going to go down to the GOAT. Yeah. And he's still got time to go further as well. That's the thing. How old is he? 37? Nah. He's like 33. Oh, no. You don't reckon?
2: I reckon 35,
0: 36. I'm going with 34. If I get this right, I win the quiz. 36. Oh, shit. Quiz question early from the boys. I like it. You said 35. Yeah, it's close. But nonetheless, (laughs) um, (laughs) it just goes to show that um, the Europeans can get it done against Americans. And that's why we'll segue into the FIBA World Cup now.
2: Yes. Well, first of all, FIBA World Cup, we should say congratulations to Germany. Dennis Schroeder, and his side absolutely played their hearts out. Not really known for taking over these tournaments, and they haven't really performed that well in World Cups and Olympics in the past, but they absolutely turned it on. They gave Australia a bit of what for, and they've got past the U.S. as well, which just leads me into our next point. So two weeks ago, right, I think it was, our mate Noah Lyles, who was a (laughs) track and field athlete in the U.S., and he made the bold statement of saying, why do they always say the NBA, they call themselves world champions? What are they champions of? The United States? <laughs> and then all the NBA players just went in on him, like uh, Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, just absolutely tore him new and said, they need to educate this guy. And then lo and behold, what do they do? They bomb out and they haven't even meddled in the FIBA World Cup. So good. I can tell you what, like they might have a lot of talent, and then all the posts come out. Oh, just imagine our squad, and they have Steph Curry, LeBron. I'm like, well, why don't you fucking play Where are they? Where are they? Facts. You can't complain early on, which got me thinking. I'll dig a little bit deeper here. So the NBA, they call themselves the world champions. They are no, they are not the world champions in the world. You know, in the FIBA yep, world cup, the rankings. So I looked at the hockey, right? Their ice hockey. Canada are the current world champions, but it is they call themselves the world champions of hockey when you win the NHL, which is probably you know a bit of a mix because there's a lot of Canadian size in there as well, but yes. hmm. baseball, World Series, Japan are the current world champions after knocking off the US and Shohei Tony. and the only one that they have, they call themselves the world champions, is the NFL, and it happens to be the only sport that nobody else plays. That's like us saying, it. we're the champions of AFL. Yeah. Oh, we're the world champs. <laughs> yeah. So, US have a bit of a hard look at yourself. Yeah, you might have a real, real, real good, talented rosters in all those uh, sports, and your top three, but you are not the world champion of anything at the
1: moment. Just on that, it's pretty amazing how quickly a lot of these countries have sort of caught up and even overtaken the US in basketball. Like you could even say Australia is sort of pushing, starting to get up to there. Besides this, besides this um competition, this competition, yeah, the one just gone. Um, but like yet your Germany's your who else was that? Serbia, serbia slovenia it's like,
2: cuz everyone else plays to a set of rules of what basketball is and the nba just go nah we're just going to make our own
0: rules i know you had to just blink. To sell
2: products i know you had
0: to blink twice when i was on uh, one of these streaming services the other day i want to name them. they're not a partnering for the sc podcast but i was flicking through and i seen lithuania versus latvia and i went what's this handball is it <laughs> is it soccer? What is it? <laughs> it was the quarterfinals, boys, of yeah. the World Cup. So it just goes to show how far it's come. I couldn't agree more And with it's that. a good so you'll mix. was different look top, countries. You look at the top three players in the NBA right now.
1: None of them are American. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can make a case for like Steph Curry. Or the right. MVPs.
2: Luka Doncic, Giannis, Joker. Embiid. Yep. Embiid. Embiid. Cameroonian, isn't he?
0: Yep. Correct.
2: And then this one knucklehead that I read on a, one of the comments, he goes... <laughs> He goes, oh, yeah, but then they always want to come over and play in the best league in the world. Nikola Jokic won the NBA Finals and said, great, I can't wait to go home and watch me horses. pretty <laughs> sure if he was getting paid the same, he would be playing in Serbia. Correct.
0: Exactly so right. They're there
2: for the money, they're stealing from you, and they're going.
0: Exactly right. So open your eyes, America. Yeah, it's been, it is an entertainment business at the end of the day, and they're probably the most entertaining to watch, and that um, obviously follows in with that. But great wrap-up from you there. Make you- America great again.
2: Yes. <laughs> it oh. Okay, we're going to move on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fraud vote's going to be interesting uh. this way, got tell you. But we'll go to a break now and get into the NRL and, of course, the AFL. And let's roll into the NRL now. Uh, four big games over the weekend, starting with the Broncos versus the Storm on Friday night. And geez, what a spanking shed. 26 to nil, the Broncos way at home at Suncorp.
2: Yeah, they've broken the streak. I think I mentioned it last week. I wasn't sure how many times, but I think it was the last 16 times they'd played the Broncos. They'd got the win there. So the Broncos, we said they're impressive and they absolutely turned it on. And the storm just didn't really turn up and it's gone from bad to worse. You mentioned the Ryan Pappenhausen injury. That is just so much bad luck for the young fella because he's two years ago, he's copped horrible concussion and it actually held him out for most of the year and then he's come back in he's shattered his kneecap and then he's been out the rest of the season only just got back played two games off the bench a couple of vfl type setups or what they call the queensland cup and he's come back in and now he's fractured his ankle in a final so and it's probably an extended injury as well so the man cannot catch a break and for the people that weren't quite sure how good he was he was leading the dally m Scored four tries in 11 minutes in a game. like They were talking about him being the fullback for Australia, taking over Tedesco before all these injuries. So uh,
0: he's leaving a massive hole for the Storm and you just cannot catch a break. I can hear the pain in your voice, mate. And as predicted by me, the Panthers got up over the Warriors. Um, they did so very convincingly. I think uh, producer Rubber spoke about it last week in terms of that the Warriors probably just don't have it within them. Uh, but in the end of the day, the Panthers... Got what they needed, and I'll tell you what right now, before we get into the next other games, uh, you'd love to be living in Brisbane right now. You've got the Broncos flying, you've got the Lions flying, both in the prelims, both absolutely pumping in that city. And uh, I reckon the AFL was taking over a little bit in terms of the Lions, but with the Broncos back on top of the ladder, back into a prelim, it could be interesting. Sharks versus Roosters next shed. Wow, this was very exciting,
2: and I do not know how the Sharks didn't win this because they've had Joey Mano, who's a all-star player um he's the fullback for New Zealand he's a gun for them in the centres and he's he done his hamstring re-injured it and then within seconds of that happening Tedesco's been sin bin for 10 minutes uh they copped a few other injuries and somehow they've just um worked their way back, in, back into it they smothered a few field goal attempts for the sharks to win it and then they've gone up the other end and knocked one in to win by one point
0: themselves so they eliminate the Sharks, and it was a pretty flat down at Shark Park. I can tell you that. Now they get into the Knights versus the Raiders, which ended up being the game of the round to finish off. And I reckon the AFL would be a bit jealous they didn't have you know, something on that Sunday to sort of compete with it. And in the end, the Knights, too good, and they won in extra time just towards the end of it, but didn't come without controversy. There was about three or four non-tries in the first half. It was high scoring, obviously, 30-28. to 28 to finish there was a heap of non-tries heap of knocked ones that fell over at the end and then we had the biting incident of the captain jack jack whiten who didn't end up going off which was even more bizarre to me in terms of the way that that didn't uh, pan out and i don't know how it's not looked at more seriously like you spoke about at the start of the episode shed because it's just ridiculous that he can bite someone there's full camera footage of it people get sin bin for a lot less and I wouldn't be surprised if he gets four-plus weeks. He's going to be in Valentino Holmes territory with what he got up to as well. But, yeah, what are your thoughts? Uh, it was one of those ones I think the on-field ref absolutely
2: pantsed it and uh, the VAR or what do they call the bunker in the NRL, uh, they sort of hit the panic button as well and they just went, oh, just just put him on report and then someone else can deal with it later in the week. But to me it looked, it looked pretty bad. But he's made an excuse that he was pushing his arm into his teeth which is uh, an interesting interesting argument to make, but I'm not sure how that happens. But uh, I think Producer Rubber called it last week. He said the Knights is very hard to go to McDonald's, McDonald Jones Stadium and win there. As you said, it was a standalone fixture. But the Raiders, they tried their best because they love a miracle run
0: at, in Canberra. But they're done. The, the Knights are through. All right. We'll do a quick run around for the semi final this week. Storm versus Roosters, boys. Storm. Storm. I'm going to go Roosters. Uh, And Warriors versus Knights. Uh, Um, I'll
2: go the Warriors because it's at home. I think it's going to be huge for New Zealand, a home final. They've been bad for a long time. Obviously, no NRL in New Zealand for a while. So look for that
0: game to be off the charts. I'll go the Knights. I'll go the Warriors as well. All right. Well, let's break down the AFL now, get back in the time machine for that as well as Thorny come up with originally. And obviously, the pies got it done as Corey started through uh, at the start of the episode. How do? It's a bit to
1: unpack in this game.
0: There is a bit to unpack. There is a bit.
1: Um, obviously, we'll we'll start on the controversy of um the Braden Maynard hit.
0: Just give you just what do you wanna, It's been beaten to death. I reckon you give your predictions for what it should have been. What I
1: think will happen closest to the pin. Well, <laughs> yeah. I look at it and I think it's two weeks or none. Like it's 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 just a it's a hard one because I don't. I look at it and I think. He's doing a footy action, and it's just unfortunate he's landed that way. I mean, anyone in that situation, you're going to brace yourself. You're not going to go head first. You're not going to dive onto him like head first. You're going to brace yourself. You got a duty of care. Obviously, you got a duty of care for the other player, but you got a duty of care for yourself as well. Because I don't know you, if he goes head first, arms open, it's a head clash, and they're both fucked potentially. I don't know. I've, I can see it getting. I can see him getting two weeks, and maybe getting downgraded to one. That's going to be my guess.
0: Yeah, I think the issue is as well, people are going, oh, he sort of tilts his head forward, but you got to think, you've got forward momentum when you're coming forward as well. They're both running, they're both
1: sprinting at each other. Yeah. You can't stop, like the people going, oh, you should have stopped. Is he going to stop on a dime and then just jump straight up? Yeah, and like, it could, he, and you're and not could elbow that. him even worse. Yeah, but, I just don't, I don't know what he could have done in that situation. And the worst thing is the slow-mo's make it look 20 times worse. Yeah, if do. you do. Ta- if you take the slow-mo out, it just doesn't look, like it's still clicked, collected him, and he's he's knocked out. But it doesn't look near as bad because it looks like he's got all the time in the world to do something about it.
0: I I agree. I think it should be three. I think it should be two down to one. But I reckon it be three down to two. Mm-hmm. I reckon he gets four.
2: Honestly, Jesus. because Woo. you can't in the in rugby league and rugby union, it is on the tackler to keep the offensive player safe because they are trying to do the action of kicking the ball right. And he has jumped in the air and he has led with the shoulder. He's not trying to tackle. He's not trying to – he's only trying to protect himself and he's got the duty of care to keep um, Brayshaw safe because he's just running along. He's the one that's forcing this contact, right? And he's jumped in the air and he's chosen to lead with the shoulder at the end. Like if that was a rugby league and you jump in the air into the offensive player and you shoulder charge him, you're off. Like you're off, you're done, and you've you've got five weeks on the sideline. Like that is the one that they've been trying to rub out for a week, for years, haven't they? So I think he's in some big, big trouble. Well, I understand
1: both sides of the arguments, 100%. But, I mean, you look at Van Royen as well. That, that to me, looks worse. It is that worse, looked but you worse. know the
0: thing is they don't go off action. That That's right. Are, the they,
1: outcome. are you penalising the action or the outcome? He's If next day unbuttoned. was knocked out, is Van Royen getting three weeks?
0: Yep. He's getting more than that. You reckon
2: he's getting four or five? Yeah. If he gets him right on the beak, breaks his nose, and but, he's knocked but out. But Maynard's
1: potentially accidentally done this and it's knocked, knocked um, out. But it knocked out. That doesn't look the, as the, bad, the but tackles. then it's like, well, nah, you've knocked him out, so you're out for four weeks, three weeks or whatever it's going to be. All well, the tackles, three weeks at the moment.
2: All the tackles we've seen this this year have been accidental. No one is trying to knock yes. anyone out, nah. but they're going on outcome. So from predicting from what we've seen, I think he's
0: in some danger. Mm. What if we hit our heads at the exact same time onto the ground? I get concussed, you don't. Different outcome. If he had,
1: yeah, if he had had of just moved his arms and gone like face first into him, and they've both hit heads, and he still knocked him out, is that like is that still a, a, a suspension?
0: It's up for bigger brains than us, I reckon, boys. <laughs> it's going to
1: be very interesting, and I think personally, I think it'd be very stiff to get any more than two. But I can see, I like, I wouldn't blame. I don't. I don't really. I don't know how I'm saying this, but I can see it going either way and I wouldn't be angry with either way.
0: Gray area galore. Yeah. We spoke about it earlier in terms of Collingwood obviously started really strong, played the game well, leading quite comfortably at quarter time, half time, and even three-quarter time, but then Melbourne had every chance to peg it back. Fritch, in the end, uh, had that shank off the boot who's renowned as such a great goal kicker. Obviously, would have let them down a little bit. Cosy Pickett had a lot of chances. I think he had 2-2 two, two and kicked a couple out in the full. So a few of those were missing from them there, but I still like the look of Melbourne and what they did. Um, obviously, Collingwood were good enough to get the job done, but I feel like they were running out of gas towards the end of the game, which I don't think would be that concerning. But when we get to our predictions, I'll tell you why. But I think Melbourne should be still fine to bounce back sweet. I heard suite. something interesting on the radio
1: pre-game of this. I don't know who it was. It was a Melbourne, one of the Melbourne coaching staff, and he said, because they asked a question, they're going to try and nullify Darcy Moore, and they said Yes. They're going to try and take him out of the game.
0: Yeah. What does that say? It says that he's very strong uh, in yeah, starting the offense.
1: Shouldn't you back your team into, like, they're, they're going to play a defensive forward role on him. I don't know if they end up doing it or not, but he said they were going to. Well, I thought that was
0: strange. If he's taking those contestant marks when they don't have a big player down there in the end, mm. then you've got your Rovers in Fritch, um, Neil Bullen, yeah. Malksham, blokes that can't compete with more in the end. But obviously
1: it didn't. Work. They had how many inside fifties? Like sixty-eight. Yeah. To our thirty-seven or whatever. I don't know what it was, but something like that. Nearly double. It's the same. And they've yeah.
2: It's the same as if you're kicking it down <clears throat> Nick Hines' throat, kicking it down Jeremy mm. Govan's throat. As a coach, you just say, "What the hell are we doing? Kicking it to him?" Darcy Moore's in that same category, didn't he? Like yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh know. I just thought it was strange. I've I haven't really heard of anyone playing a defensive forward role on um, Moore.
0: I I think they've got to bring in Ben Brown this week. Yeah. They probably don't really have an option. Tom McDonald's still injured at this point in time, I believe, and Brodie Grundy's obviously not going to fit the mold, and that's okay. only going to grade scrutiny if they lose. I think McDonald played, but he wasn't that impressive to me. But
2: I think he's uh, injured. He's just got injured in the game, did he? Yeah. Oh, did he? I don't I'm know. I'm pretty
1: sure. He uh, was Um, no, he was a bit average. You could tell he's missed a bit of football, I reckon.
0: All right. On to Friday night's game now, Carlton versus Sydney. Um, Very similar game in the aspect that Carlton started really strong. And then they had a couple of blunders along the way and it's only Carlton that could typically do that. That Owee's moment and Mackay moment. Oh, oh my God. I could not believe that. They're trying their best to lose it. What yeah. was he doing? Was he trying to just share it around? or like He said, I want to give it to Kerner so we can get ourselves involved. It's like it's finals. Just get the job done. Fucking button. final. Well,
1: and which, I think oh. you
0: might have said it's a droppable offense if they oh, hadn't have been a goal. That is the
1: biggest coach killer I've ever seen if you had missed that.
0: Yeah. But obviously Carlton very strong, I think. The most impressive player for me, and uh, maybe it's because he helped me get across the line on a multi, is Sam Walsh because he he's a type of player that doesn't play for ages, but he picks up where he leaves. It doesn't take three or four weeks to get into it. He's been injured for a while, had the most touches on the ground, six tackles as well to go with it. He was um, enormous. I thought Goulden was good for the Swans. He's impressive. impressive. Very, very good year from Goulden. Uh, two goals, uh, about 23, 24 touches. So he's been uh, phenomenal. Obviously, Sydney come storming home at the end, couldn't get the job done. But how do we think Melbourne versus Carlton is going to pan out, boys? You might as well get into it now while we're talking about it. It's a big game. I think Carlton, um,
2: to me, Melbourne looks slow at, in times and like with Collingwood's erratic play and their will to just force the ball forward sort of caught them out a bit. But Carlton seemed to want to hold the ball a bit more but still move it quickly, if that makes sense. So I, I think Carlton can really put the sword to them and like make them pay for their mistakes. Um, but I've been on the Carlton bandwagon, so that might be a little bit biased from me.
1: I'm back in Melbourne. I think they've just got to, I don't know, after last week, pretty, pretty t- tough game, but I think their experience in the finals um, comes through next week, or oh, this week, sorry. Um, yeah. And um, they get the job done just.
2: Couple good midfield groups though. Oh yeah, very, very good <laughs> midfield <laughs> groups.
1: And like, I... who's going to
0: stop Gorn? I don't think Pirnat is. I'm going for super lock, super smoky. Sorry of the year. I'm thinking this goes to extra time. Ooh, <laughs> that's me. Super oh, like smoky it. for the year. I don't mind it. Friday it's... night. That'll be huge. <laughs> that would be a <laughs> Kick after <laughs> extra time to win it. Unbelievable. Sort of like Luke Shuey a few years ago. Uh, on just Saturday's game now, and uh, obviously the Giants, while well, the big orange tsunami is coming, they were fantastic. Our man, Locky Ash, superb. He's been good. But I'll tell you right now, Tom Green is a jet. Mm. He is an absolute superstar. And I'm not sure if you've seen on the Giants' socials that went around over the last couple of days when he said uh, – We'll do it anywhere, anytime. Yeah, that was good as. 11 venues. Who wants free smoke? We'll give Who it wants to a you. smoke? Free smoke. <laughs> free smoke. We'll give it to you. Unreal scenes. Uh, they started fantastically as well. Toby Green, absolute freak. I thought Jake Riccardi had a great game. But there was a, a patch there where we all went, oh, no, Giants are going to win this by 90 points. And I think the Saints did really well to get themselves back in. And I know Max King... Dropped a few, missed a couple of set shots, but he really stood up and kicked a a few when it mattered. So I thought the Saints for their season, they can hold their head high because no one, especially me, I absolutely gave it to them. I thought they were bottom four. I'll put my hand up. I think they had a fantastic year. But when they played too defensively, a bit under the Ross, the boss, you could just tell that they needed to get the ball moving. Yeah. Jeez, I'm just looking at the stats here. Rowan
1: Marshall had 31 and a goal.
2: He was huge. He was enormous. I was at this game and, like, the ruckman for um, GWS, he was also very, very yes, good. they were good in their own right. He is huge. Yeah, Briggs. And Rowan Marshall was probably a little bit maybe undersized
0: for a ruck. I fit, Rowan Marshall got bullied at the contest, but around the ground, I thought Marshall was just as excellent. He's huge. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Cooper Sharman, I think, has also slept under the radar as a great player throughout the season. Let's get on to Brisbane versus Port now. And this game was enormous for Brisbane. They needed to get the monkey off the back. Teams have spoken about that it's their, their, their year this year. And I think someone who had the biggest criticism was Joe Danaher, obviously not known as a finals player and can he get up on the big stage and he kicked five goals, so he was very impressive. I thought he was awesome. But also my man, Shuma cluggage I thought he was best on ground. He was just Eddie everywhere and had a heap of it, had – uh in the end he had 12 clear uh, nine clearances sorry and i thought that was the thing that got him over the line at the end of the day what do you reckon shed 26 in a snag and he's a smooth operator he doesn't he smooth can operator. he literally doesn't
2: <laughs> doesn't slow down when he picks up the ball like he's one of those players there's a few of them kicking around in each side but it's just impressive to see i am nearly fallen over every time I'm going to pick up a ground ball when i'm yeah. doing it on a thursday night training so
0: um, I might get to compare the pair of you two and have smooth operator on a reel on Instagram and see if it blows up. No, I like it. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my biggest lock from last week, I don't know if anyone remembers this, but I said port to go out in straight sets. You've seen McKenzie go down. Um, his ankle is a bit stiff there. Tom Jonas as well. I think he might have even been the sub, and then he gets injured himself. So, Finn and the one out forward. I'm sure. I Aaliyah think Tom Cleary's still out as well. So they're going to be down to Backman down there, and Aliyah didn't have a great game mm-hmm. playing on Danaher. So, the big, big sound of the Giants going across the Adelaide Oval could be scary hours. This is a big, big game. How how do we uh, see it, boys? Yeah, I'll give it to you straight facts. GWS win this by 55 points.
1: Fucking hell.
2: I think I think Gw versus Doolan in as well. I think more in the 20, 20 point category. Um, I think they have to bring Boak back in to um, really steady the ship a little bit. There, he was on there as a sub, but I'm not sure how or why he was sort of used as a sub. Not sure if his game fits that role, but yeah,
0: they're going to have to really use that six goal breeze. Well, <laughs> at, I'll bring
2: uh, that over, That's for sure. Let man. me just target. Let me just, back
0: as well. Let me just give you this, right, Port. Rosie Butters, up and coming players, very good. Probably nearly say nearly A graders now. Yeah, I'd, in terms of where they are, well, they're both top twenty Brownlow. So I'd probably say so. All right. So then we go from this: Tom Green, Lockie Whitfield, Lockie Ash, Josh Kelly, who's been enormous and kicked two massive snags as well. Toby Green up forward, and like you said, Cornelio to come back with Briggs in the ruck who is dominating. I don't know how Port are going to beat them. I just think that Port are going to be too slow. Lyset and the ruck struggles, so. I just want to say that I think their midfield is too good. Yep.
1: It's a fair analogy.
0: And they are, as you said. We'll like, come back next week and Port will be up by 18 points. <laughs> <laughs> so <I'm okay>, right, <laughs> they're riding the wave well. but That's fair.
2: this will be, I think Adelaide, have they won at Adelaide already this year, the Giants? Um,
0: oh, God. Or is this going to be 12? You're really stretching the membrane now.
1: Makes you think. This is a bit, might be a little bit off topic, but like what was the coach doing earlier this year? Like they've obviously had this team for a
0: whole year and they were so, they were so rubbish earlier this year. All, it's just a massive turnaround, eh? We also picked them to drop bottom, but you also got to remember this is the team that played in the grand final. Third yeah, game, yeah. I think. And the Pies had the same issue as well. When they got mm. rid of Buckley, it was like, yeah. still, well, still a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still a lot of talent. And I think this, we forget that. I couldn't. Yeah, they just weren't winning at the start of the year. Well, they had a massive win against Adelaide in round one, which that was like, I remember it was a real hot game and they spoke about that. Then they dropped off massively from there. I think if Essendon's beaten you. I think that probably sums it up. So they replenished that by spanking us by 126 points. Thanks for that and bringing it up again. But, yeah, I think they're a scary side, the Giants. Um, they smashed Carlton, smashed Essendon, and um, got the job done against St Kilda. So they're flying. Looking into the future,
2: Giants, Pies in the prelim at the I was, G. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I, I messaged, uh, messaged Ashley
1: after the game, and he said, look out, Pies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I love it. Bogey side. Bogey yeah.
2: side. we uh, love to see it, I'd bogey. love to see him get there.
0: Anything else on the finals that we want to encapsulate before we go to the votes and the quiz? No, I'm pretty happy with it. No. J.B. Green, best player in the comp, yes or no? No. no. Best player? Lucky Neil. P- Petrarca.
2: Oh, interesting. If you had to do a number one pick, if
1: I'm picking right now, I'm picking Dacos because he's so young.
2: Oh, you can get someone close to Dacos. I don't think you can get anyone close to Charlie Cameron. That oh, course, is, Cameron. course is in the bra- Charlie
1: is a Chance of winning Brownlow. What do you. Oh, yeah. Charlie Kerno. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: fair. I think generational for his position. Yeah. Him,
2: him and Jez Cameron would have to go one and two. Yep.
0: Agreed. Big draft. That would be. So they all got privately bought out. That'd be unbelievable. <laughs> we might have to draft a five-a-side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But speaking of, we will have NBA fantasy coming up soon, which Cork is getting a bit excited for, I can tell. I am. He's already looking at Got to answer me, Pants. He's already got 78 trades on the block ready to go. <laughs>
2: trying to rob people. Yeah, Hey, exactly. like no.
0: hey I'll take your Someone's sack of bean try... for um, Miles Bridges. He's, Miles Bridges isn't playing. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. Someone, we... someone get on my level. I traded I tra- <laughs> <I> tra- <laughs> <I> tra- <laughs> him for a washing someone... machine, and we really needed that washing machine. <laughs> Somebody beat me, please. I dare you. All right, we're going to get into the votes after this. And Shed's doing their, I might even have an been- inaugural quiz, I I've reckon. Being downgraded to the quiz because <laughs> I kept bottling them.
2: Big <laughs> rubber
0: betting last week. I love it. All right, we'll be back.
2: Producer, rubber. rubber.
1: Da, 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 da,
2: Sips the Jager, drinks the vodka. His head's fucking messy.
0: <laughs> what? He's producer rubber. <laughs> Are we back? <laughs> it's, these, we need to keep these themes. Shed's in there. Chant of the Week We might have to have in there. I don't think so. Oh, I love it. We'll get into it. <laughs> but we're going to change up. We're going to do the votes this week and keep the boys on their toes. So Corey's not on there on us. So let's get involved here <laughs> oh. <laughs> go MVP votes this week. Uh, one vote goes to the Brisbane Lions. Fantastic performance up there. We spoke about they needed to bounce back. Two votes to the Broncos. Twenty six zero. Again, we've spoken about that. And who are my three votes this week? I'm going to guess Novak. It is correct. Three votes to Novak. Fraud votes. Did for Germany this week. sneak in there? Oh no, they come. They just missed out. I've had a horrible manager. Well, it's much better. Last week you
2: gave the Broncos two MVPs of a loss. So. Yeah. Better votes this week. I think they deserved it <laughs>
0: yeah. this week, which is fair. All right. On to the fraud votes now. I'm going to go one vote. I haven't really touched on this this episode. Israel Adesanya uh, lost the title yesterday against Sean Strickland and I had the point season. Just, just a bit of talk for me, Israel Adesanya. I, I don't know. Everyone's on the big train wagon that he's the biggest legend. He's off the cliff a little bit. I he's, think we've seen it with a few fighters. <laughs> he, that's two losses in a year now. I think he's watching too much anime. Yeah. He's one of those <laughs> guys. Anti. <laughs> <Fentai. laughs> yeah. Yeah, so But, no, he's a great fighter, obviously. He was a champion until yesterday. But I think Sean Strickland just got the better of him in the end. Uh, two votes goes to the New York Giants. They absolutely stunned out the show today, boys. That was porridge.com forward slash what was that. But the three votes, who is going to who? For the fraud.
2: Oh.
0: You're looking at me like you've given them to me. You better
2: not have. I
1: don't know what for.
2: Corey's – You're looking at me nah, very sad. can't be, Corey. Oh, no,
0: good. Come on, boys. Um the USA basketball team. Correct. Yeah. Shed's bake. You wanna go in you probably couldn't go in any further, actually. You roasted them for about fifteen minutes, which is <laughs> great to see, but Warranted. it is time for the quiz now and I jeez, there's no one in this group that I like beating more than cork, alright. It actually makes me feel so good. So I'm just gonna absolutely clean slate from ten nil. That's right. It's like picking on the kid with the tism in grade four.
2: <laughs> got a good lick of it. All righty. So as I said, I've described this as a quick fire round. So make sure we're listening. Turn your radios up now because there will be a bit of uh, buzz in controversy. I think. So <laughs> your name is your buzzer. Just test them out. Points, point to point. Jack. Oh, Jack! Now we're not brof. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back to All righty. Point to point, unless I say otherwise. Stephen Kinneglo was a late out on the weekend. What was his injury? Corey,
1: poking the eye.
2: Training. I'll take eye injury. I'm pretty sure it was a puck now. Huh? Rubber, you'll okay, <laughs> Who has Rightio. Who was the highest possession getter on the ground at Carlton versus Sydney? Jack. Sam Walsh. Lovely. Got to love that. You were saying it literally before. I'm like, bonus oh, points. Oh, a- <laughs> for how many? No, I don't have that down. So, sorry, we're going to move on because I know <laughs> you were just looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What was the final score between the Chiefs and Lions in the NFL on Friday? Jack,
0: Lions 21, Chiefs 20.
2: Perfect. Lovely. What's the score, Robert? Lovely. He's actually holding <laughs> our fingers. Finished. This is good. This is high level We've got stuff. our ring girl for the UFC. All right. This one might not be a uh, – yeah, I was pretty happy with this one. Which team <laughs> – <What? laughs> Just fucking say the question. All right. <laughs> Already the mood is out. All right. Just give us a break, man. This is the second time I've ever Hurry up. A quiz. Let's go. Which team is older, Fremantle or Port Adelaide? Jack. All right. Corey. Fremantle. It is. What year were they both for an extra point? 96. No. 95 and 96.
0: No. Jack, would you like to have a go? Did you say founded? Yeah. Well, both teams.
1: Fremantle were 96, weren't they?
0: Fremantle were 95. 94. Adelaide were 96. 97, no. sorry. 97. Sorry, you going to have to take your first answer there. Oh, that's Steve, I said 97. So
2: do I get the one point? No, so you get the one point, no. but the bonus goes that's up right. in the air. That goes to the listeners. All right, good job. Australia defeated South Africa Saturday night. How many boundaries did Australia hit in their innings? Closest to the pin. Closest to the pin here.
1: Corey, I'll go with 28.
2: Jack? I'm going to go with 36. Jack takes the point. It was 57. Jesus. (whistles) They hit 48 fours and nine sixes. Travis Head and Dave Warner absolutely went ballistic there. I'll be honest, I haven't even checked the score. We made 400. Wow. Well. <laughs> so yep. we pumped them. Yep. Score update? 3-2. Three two. Three two.
0: We nearly covered every major sport, I reckon, today. We've been not too far yeah. off it.
2: And it's keeping relevant as well.
0: Yep, fair enough. All right. Who sits atop of the AFLW ladder?
2: Corey. Um, uh, Melbourne. Incorrect. Jack Richmond, incorrect. Rubber, do you want to have a guess? No, it's not. It's not. You said Gold Coast. It is North Melbourne.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's hitting up itself. We should have
2: knew that. Up the Rue girls. I tell you what. I'll give a point. I'll give a bonus point here for the closest to the pin. If you can guess North Melbourne's percentage at the moment in the AFLW. Okay, I'm going to go with 366.
1: Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with 225.
2: Jack takes that point. It's five hundred and fifty-four percent. Far out. <laughs> so that's the coal league things. They've been giving out some pummelings. <laughs> They've got a uh, Purcell sitting at full forward for him, kicking two hundred goals of jewelry that year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what is that? Four two now. Lovely. Finding points him, out should. of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Who beat Alabama yesterday in college football? Oh. Have a guess, Corey, because he's going to get it. Wisconsin. Incorrect. Was it U-Burn? Auburn? Sorry? U-Burn. Is that the or Autobahn? Auburn. <laughs> no. I'll, I'm going to let you have another
0: guess. It's a big school. All right. I don't All want right. him to get it. I'll get it. Double dip. You can go first. You can go first. It. I'll let you go first. This is not fair.
1: What was the question again?
0: Who beat
2: Alabama in college football? Ohio. No. Duke. Nope. All right. It was Texas. Oh, God. the burnt orange went to Alabama and got the win, which is huge. And yeah, Quinn, you was the quarterback there, going massive. Keep keep an ear out for that guy. Jeez, we got into college ball today too. Oh boy! <laughs> I
0: agree. He, he, he goes, I agree. Oh, I know this one.
2: All righty. Who did the Socceroos draw with on the weekend? Corey.
0: Poland? No. Oh. Is that the men's. Yep, men's. Oh, I haven't kept up they yet. Are the I'm going go, to I'm gonna go Corrie. Japan. No. Corey, Corey. Have another go. Finland? Nope. Oh, it's definitely Asian, I reckon. has that sort of feel to it. I reckon it's going to be Thailand. Nope. It was Mexico. <laughs> it was close. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much Asia. Yeah, that's right. Let's speak Asianese. Jeez, we're
2: stinking this up. Mm. Alrighty. So this is question nine here. Adam Saad joined an elite list on Friday night. What list did he join? The list of players that have won a final of the last Essendon. All right. Didn't buzz him, but I'm going to give it to him. For an extra bonus point, how many players are on this list? (laughs) Corey, four. No, Jack. I don't know. I'm going to go 19. (laughs) 16. 16 players that have played for Essendon since 2004 have won a final before them. Sorry, Jack. I had to just slip that one in, but I didn't want to make it the last question to really cap off the episode. Score check. 5-2. 5-2. Two. Two. So this oh. one is worth 11 points. <laughs> All right. Yes. So first in gets the first crack at this. Oh, no shit. Name the AFL ladder. Jack. radio And I'm just going to, I'm not going to say if you're right or wrong. I'm just going to let you run it. Is this as it, as it finished? Corey. At the end of the season. No, no he's going to have first chick.
0: Righto. Collingwood.
2: Yep. Oh, no. Well, Brisbane? Sorry, I'm not going to say yep.
0: Collingwood, Brisbane, Port, Melbourne, Carlton, St. Kilda, GWS, Sydney, Geelong, Adelaide, Bulldogs, Essendon, Gold Coast, Hawthorne, uh, sorry, Gold Coast, Frio, Hawthorne, North West Coast. All righty. Corey,
2: put your phone down, please. Have a crack, mate. Right Jack, on. sorry, you were incorrect.
0: <laughs> Was I close? <laughs> nah, don't answer that. Don't Corey. Answer that. All right. <clears throat> I'm
1: probably going to get the top eight wrong. <laughs> Do you feel me? Collingwood. Brisbane. <laughs> Port, <laughs> Melbourne. you got to get the top eight, surely. Port, Melbourne. Carlton. S- Sydney. No. No. Oh, shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, this guy is bottling this thing. Uh, I bottled it too. I
1: already know. Um, oh, my God. Carlton. Fuck, no. Nah, I can't even remember.
2: It was, right. It was St Kilda, GWS, <laughs> Sydney to round out the top eight. It was Bulldogs, Bulldogs, Next. 8th, it was Bulldogs Adelaide, Essendon, Geelong, whereas you had Geelong at ninth. Right. Uh Richmond, Fremantle, Gold Coast, Hawthorne, North Melbourne, and West Coast. So That's close. you finished at the ninth. So if Corey could have got Bulldogs, he would have taken the points. But congratulations, Jack. You won the quiz. I was pretty happy with that. It covered a lot of range and pretty
0: current events. It was very good, boys. Thanks for tuning in as well. And how did the Texans go today, mate? Oh, uh, we lost by 16. Yeah, the big Techers. Uh, no the, techers yes. the Techers,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> the Techers. The Aztecs. Before we finish up, I just want to give a shout-out to one of our avid listeners. Yeah, yes. he, de- he, deserves he deserves it. He deserves it. He listens to every podcast, listens to the SC Weekly Rap. He listens to the On The Spot, I believe. And from The listens, Spot. From The Spot, and he listens to SC Lottery. Xavier Chalkley, if you're out there listening to this one, mate, this is for you, mate. Well done, Chalks. Well done, Chalks. We love you.
0: Thanks, mate. It's probably our top 75 episodes, so <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Thanks to the rubber. Thanks to Shed and thanks to Corker for whatever the hell he does. So we'll be back next week. Goodbye.